0: I don't want to get high, man. your mind. Get up, Chucky! What have we got here, fucking comedian? <laughs> hmm. Rojan Kim? California dreamin'. Hello, and welcome to the Rojan Kim cast. It's me, Rojan Kim. Thank you for joining me this lovely October morning. How you doing? You feeling good? Feeling good like Ellen and George W. Bush hanging out? In the box together watching hockey. Yeah. Hey, what does it matter? Ellen's like, hey, we got to forgive, man. We got to forgive. We got to fucking move on. We got to be positive. And then everybody else is like, he's a war criminal and over a million people are dead because of him. Well, guys, I think it comes down to it that, frankly, we love a war criminal. Okay? We love our war criminals. I mean, when we find one out there, a war criminal, will say he's bad. we got to do something. Nuremberg trials, Geneva convention. But when it comes to our people, ooh, let's just go down the line. I mean, George W. Bush. One can say that he perpetuated an illegal war, which the UN told him not to do. Um, and because of said war, there's over a million dead. We've got a nightmare in Syria. Uh, there's war going on in Syria right now with, between the Um, the Turks and the Kurds, okay, Um, Iraq is in flames, protests everywhere, Uh, and uh, not to mention the uh, war that spread after that, brought to you by our next president, Barack Obama, who spread the war into Libya, Syria, Somalia, uh, Yemen, okay, so the rest of the whole area is now in flames because of Barack Obama. And all of those wars, none of those wars are legal, either no declaration of war, all drone wars. Um, He also, Obama, droned uh, an American citizen. Of course, yes, they were saying he was a propagandist for Al-Qaeda, and that's bad, right? He's bad, he's bad, they killed him, Al-Qaeda, then they killed his son, 16-year-old kid, because, you know, he might have gotten revenge, he might have come up after his daddy. And I guess they just justified killing an American citizen overseas using terrorism, which they can use to justify taking all of our rights, you know, according to the NDAA, the National Defense Authorization Act, the writ of habeas corpus, uh, due process. All of that can be suspended if you are deemed an enemy of the state. And that's what they used to kill, what's his name, Anwar al Laki or something? That's his, They killed him, killed an American citizen could be you could be me right now it's okay because we're like oh I ain't, I ain't a, a, a muzz, right I ain't a terror guy I ain't a terrorist descent right doesn't affect me but remember there's that old poem first they came for the socialists, but I was not one you know and eventually they'll come for you eventually one day maybe not we'll see maybe you're lucky maybe you can play your cards right and it'll be like, I'm the last one standing everybody else is in jail but me okay good luck Obama. Timber Sycamore. Google that. Timber Sycamore. Timber Sycamore was a little operation headed by the CIA where we armed the people fighting Assad in Syria. Guess what? Those people were Al-Qaeda and ISIS, <laughs> so we were arming. Remember Al-Qaeda? The guy who's propagandist we killed and drone-striked and said that it was completely, you know, it was legal because he was an enemy? Well, we were giving that same enemy weapons in Syria. Yeah? So, I don't know. Seems like treason. That seems treasonous. People would be like, oh, Obama. Are you accusing Obama of treason? No, Trump is treasonous. Not Obama. I, mean, I don't know. If you actually look at the definition of treason, just aiding and abetting the enemy, the enemy, the enemy combatant, Al-Qaeda, who, ISIS, Al-Qaeda. We were definitely enemies. Al-Qaeda did the towers. Remember the 9-11 thing that got us into the... Whole thing, that was al-Qaeda. And then we killed their propagandists extra-legally because we were like, it's al-Qaeda. And then we started giving them weapons to fight Assad because uh, Assad is al-Qaeda? No, Assad is not al-Qaeda. There's a whole thing with the pipeline. If you look into it, there's a thing with the pipeline. Geopolitics with Russia and Iran. There's a lot of shit going on about it, but it has nothing to do with 9-11. Because if it did, why would we be giving... Arms to the organization that claimed credit for 9-11. Why would we do that? I don't know. It's either we're dumb or there's something farther uh, bigger, something larger, a sinister thing going on, a conspiracy perhaps. Or I don't think there has to be a binary thing. I don't think it has to be like one thing or the other, like we have no idea or we know everything, or it's sort of this gray area in between where perhaps what we have is a military-industrial complex. Hey, let's go even farther, because uh, I learned that in Eisenhower's farewell speech, you listeners of mine are probably well aware of Eisenhower's farewell speech to America, where he warned the public about the military-industrial complex and the forever wars we would end up in if they were allowed to run things instead of the people. Well, here we are almost 20 years into a forever war um, dealing with contradictions like Timber Sycamore right where we gave weapons to our enemies in order for them to help us with some objective some larger objective that has no nothing to do with the original point of the war and has more to do with some kind of mm, hegemonic you know design I don't know some kind of thing perhaps simply more war i mean beyond the resources people are trying to get you know oil warm water port you know it's a strategic um place like right up against turkey right because turkey is our nato ally sort of uh, turkey sort of like the nato ally in the middle east so if you had syria you know that would be kind of cool a little check against turkey you know and that's what uh, the u.s did we aided um because uh, the other people fighting Assad were the Kurds from the north. And the Kurds the Kurds are pretty fucked because they have no state of their own. So they're like in Iraq, they're in Turkey, they're in Syria. And every one of those countries hates them and doesn't want them to have an autonomous region. Mostly for the fact that the Kurds hate them and have been striking at them. You know, I, one could call them terrorists. Others could call them freedom fighters. Right now the U.S. is calling them freedom fighters because we helped them and armed them too. So not only did we arm Al-Qaeda, in some ways you can say, hey, it's not like really treason, is it? If you're just giving weapons to everybody, right, willy-nilly, it's not like we're like, here, Al-Qaeda, our enemies, here's weapons. You know, maybe that's more, far more sinister than just being like, it's a weapon sale, everybody. If you're fighting Assad, we're selling weapons, you know, and we arm the Kurds, and the Kurds, did really well. (laughs) They fucking got a corridor for themselves, right? Which, in turn, the Turkish president is calling a terrorist corridor and is now bombing the shit out of them. There is a full-on military assault going on by Turkey into Syrian soil, which Syria, I think, is allowing because it's really to put down the Kurds isn't this fucking complicated and we're just fucking kicking this hornet's nest over and over and sticking our big fat nose into it and talking about oh we must save the Kurds we must save them that's what that really is that what happened well what about in Iraq why didn't we save them there when they were all being murdered right by ISIS I mean they ended up having to fight we we armed them and we're like hey fight yeah and we'll come and fight for you and now that Turkey is bombing the shit out of them where are we huh where are we we're not, are we fighting Turkey? Are we? We must save and protect our friends who helped us fight us hard. No, that's not. You know that's not happening. That is not happening. We were like Turkey is a major NATO power. The Kurds are just indigenous ragtag group. They got spunk and spirit, but they don't really have anything. So yeah, we're just gonna step out of the way sorry and of course right now everybody's blaming trump trump he pulled out of syria pulled out of syria went against the kurds trump trump that's when people are mad at trump when he pulls out of places right Right? we're supposed to wind this thing down and every time he does people blame him and say he's a right i don't know i'm for winding down all these wars because the only way to stop a forever war is to stop some of them piece by piece and hopefully get to no war, right? We got to get, get there somehow. And whenever you leave a conflict, there's inevitably, there's inevitably going to be consequences, violent consequences. You start pulling out the other side is going to start fucking, fucking people up, right? This is what happens In, in Iraq during Bush's time. We told the people to rise up. They're like, hey, rise up. Fucking first bushes HW and W. Told them to rise up. They did. And then we didn't do anything to help these people. They all got squashed. So the first time was Saddam. Saddam just fucked everybody. (laughs) Kurds too, I think that was part of it. You know, we told them to rise up, we had them weapons, rise up, and then they got squashed. Right? We did that shit in Cuba. We are the bath pigs. We armed all these rebels. We're like, rise up. The U.S. is going to back you. And then, and then we were like, ah, we didn't. And then they got fucked, right? And it just happens time and time again. This is sort of a mm, weird foreign policy thing where we give them a bunch of guns. And then we're like, we'll back you guys once you get this shit started. And then they get the shit started. And then we're like, ah, it's not a good time right now. Sorry, guys. And then what happens to them? They get fucked, right? Their own government fucks them up. Uh, and we're just like, ooh, sorry. You know, we're like, Vietnam, same thing. Right? I got Korea, right? Same thing, over and over, same thing. It's like, you get the population to try to rise up, and then the population may or may not get crushed. And uh, if it's convenient to the United States, we'll go in. And if it's not, we won't. Sorry, kids, moving on. So Trump, on one hand, yes. I feel like, okay, he's trying to de-escalate Syria. Of course, what that means is you're opening up opportunities for other parties with their interests. And the thing about Syria is that there's fucking a shitload of parties and interests. Okay? You got your obvious ones. You got Assad, right? He wants to hold on to his country. But then you've got the anti-Assad factions. You know, you got a free Syria faction. You got fucking ISIS, Al-Nusra Front, right? So like Al-Qaeda and shit. You got the Kurds. You got Kurds in there, and there's a lot of other ethnic minorities that we're unaware of that probably don't like Assad. But then on Assad's side, you got yourself Russia, right? You got Turkey in there, big powers, Iran possibly, right? But then on our side, we got Saudis, which is where the al-Qaeda guys are coming from, and then you got us. You got CIA guys on the ground. It's a fucking mess. It's a fucking mess, and this is, this is okay? Why are, we, why are we even in Syria? Ask yourself that. Why are we... Back? And, okay, so that's Syria. Now, now, I'm going to talk about Yemen. It's like, oh, God, here he goes, talking about yeah, Yeah, who talks about Yemen, huh? Who talks about Yemen? Is that all the, George W. Bush and Ellen on screen. On screen? Impeachment. Trump. Impeachment. Ukraine. Russia. What about Yemen, huh? We don't hear a goddamn thing about Yemen, and it is a fucking slaughter going on right now, man.
1: <clears throat> they are
0: fucking killing civilians. Killing the fucking... Of them. And you know what? This... The Houthis, these sort of uh, these, uh, indigenous, the rebel types, you know, just like the Kurds or whatever, like the, just like the you know, groups over and over around the world who are sort of fighting for their autonomy, who are being emboldened by one side or another. In this case, the Houthis are supposed to be um, supported by the Iran- Iranians. And if anything, anything the Houthis d- do is blamed on Iran as a pretext to go to war with Iran, when, in fact, when you really look at it, it's about it's a domestic issue it's an issue on yemen it's an issue between saudi arabia the united arab emirates who are also in there who are both united against each other united with each other against the so-called houthi rebels and also fighting amongst each other right you got your houthi rebels you got your yemenis right and some of the yemenis are compromised by the saudi arabians it's very complicated when you start reading into it, but you can just see that it's just a very old conflict between you know Saudi Arabia and the country of Yemen, which is composed of many different tribes, one of them being the Houthis, and there's a whole Shiite and Sunni thing going on, which is why they're saying Iran is backing them because <coughs> Iran is the Shiite power in the, in the area, and Saudi, Rabi- Saudi Arabia is the Sunni, Sort of main power in the area and a lot of people feel the whole uh, middle east situation is really a proxy war between saudi arabia and and iran and i think on some level there's some truth to that which also leads to bizarre things like israel aligning itself with saudi arabia you know because you know yes war makes strange bedfellows right the enemy of my enemy is my friend so you got this is a I'm lost already. All I know is fucking crazy bloodbath. They're fucking hitting civilians. Civilians, there's a terrible embargo going on. Kids are starving. This has been going on for years. Just Google it. Look it up. It's all there. It's just not being reported. But as soon as you look into Yemen, it's horrifying. It's horrifying. And guess what? Americans, Americans themselves aren't dying, but American weapons are being used in this war. You know, when a school gets drone striked, from Saudi Arabia, and they go through the wreckage, it fucking says, made in America, on the missile. It's just like fucking Iron Man, okay? It's this Stark Industries on the goddamn missile, all right? How do you think this, apparently, a lot of Yemenis have a tribal culture where if somebody fucking kills your relative, you have a blood debt now, now you have a blood debt, and you gotta fucking fulfill that debt, or else no one's getting into heaven, no one can rest, right? And so th- does, this is a, uh, an honor culture that seeks retribution. But what happens when there's no face to the enemy? What happens when the enemy is a shiny robot, you know, 1,000 feet up, 10,000 feet up, shooting missiles at him? What happens then? Then you're like, fuck it. Well, we've got to take the whole motherfucking country down. Maybe we just go, go after all white people. I don't know. You start thinking crazy things. Just making more enemies, <coughs> just like in Iraq. ISIS was created out of the vacuum that was made when we, you know, took out Saddam. You know, and ISIS started fighting al-Qaeda cuz they're like, you know, you're not doing it right. <laughs> and they just started fighting each other, right? This is all that's happening, you know, with our foreign policy, right? Our foreign policy now currently. So the one thing with Trump, right? Everybody's trying to impeach Trump. They're like, impeach Trump. You know, the first they wanted to get him for Russia. The whole Russia gate Thing and I've gotten into plenty of arguments, plenty of discussions, just a lot of time spent. Some on occasion with friends that I was really trying to be like, listen, I don't, I don't really know. Look, we don't know. We don't really know, right? We only know so much. But from what we know, I don't. There was no. There's no real compelling case that anything happened with this whole Russia Gate thing. Nothing happened. I mean, seriously, nothing. Yet. The Mueller report member, the report dropped. and Everybody's like, ooh, something's going to happen. Nothing happened. So then they were like, huh, maybe we should have a hearing, then some shit, and then they tried to get a hearing, tried to get Mueller on a gotcha, tried to be like, is it true that the president is totally guilty, but you can't convict him because he's a sitting president? And he was like, no, no, that's not, we couldn't find evidence of a crime. There's no crime. There's no crime. Nothing. Nothing. Not a single person arrested was arrested for collusion or anything to do with the investigation the only people that got arrested were people who they said lied it's for lying it's for saying january instead of july like seriously one of them was for saying january instead of july after like a four-hour interview that means trump jr that means the kid they interviewed that fool for hours and got nothing couldn't even get him to lie okay you know why you know how that's easy. You know how it's easy to do that when you're, because I, I don't think I, from all I see, if Trump Jr. he doesn't seem like fucking a genius. You know how you avoid jail. Uh, you just tell the truth. You, if, you, if you didn't do, do anything, if you didn't do anything and you just tell the truth, you can't really slip up. and They can't get you on anything. That's why they didn't. None of the family. Remember the family members are going to go to jail. Family. Nope. Nothing. And now everybody's like, oh, it's because it's corrupt. Oh, the Mueller investigation, the whole Mueller investigation, which everybody was saying is uh, it's all coming. And they spent all this money and it's coming. It's coming. And there's nothing. Okay, so now what? Now, where are we? Oh, they want to impeach Trump because of this phone call to Ukraine. Yeah, because he called Ukraine. And he was all like, what do you what can you do for me? Quid pro quo. Give me that, which is not at all what it is if you actually look at the transcripts, blah, 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 better people than I have discussed this. In fact, I urge you to check out The Jimmy Dore Show and also Part of the Problem with Dave Smith, um, Scott Horton Show, uh, who else, uh, The right? All crazy right-wingers, right? Uh, check out what Noam Chomsky's been saying about this shit. Yeah, crazy right-winger Noam Chomsky. Check out what he's been saying, why he doesn't believe the Russia shit. Because it doesn't make sense, right? main reason is because trump's in all this shit to be uh basically to fuck russia right including arming ukraine (laughs) okay who's the enemy of russia including the sanctions that he put on russia that's hurting them economically children starving sanctions is really just kids starving by the way um the fucking nuclear tree that he scrapped which is actually bad for russia right that means we got a fucking now we're in a new arms race no good for him expanding nato why we did that why why are we doing that if we're colluding with russia it doesn't make any sense and then why would the president be asking ukraine for favors if he's colluding with russia if he's a russian puppet when russia and ukraine are enemies why doesn't it, why doesn't anybody call him the, that into question and the fact that the whistleblower quote unquote is from the cia it's not someone from his own staff his white house it's from like, dude somebody from the cia the CIA, yeah, the ones that uh, did Timber Sycamore, the ones where they armed Al-Qaeda, <laughs> those guys, CIA, the torture people. Gina Haspel, head of the CIA right now, is a known torturer. She destroyed tapes of torture happening in a Thai prison. She destroyed evidence. She knows full well that we're fucking, her nickname is bloody Gina Haspel, okay? so goddamn torturer. That's who Trump put in as our head of the CIA, okay? And you're saying, oh, he's compromised by the Russians, he's compromised, right? Why, it doesn't even make sense. Also, one of the things that came up, okay, about Ukraine, the conversation was about two things. It was about him investigating the start of Russiagate in general, and that the Democrats may have reached out to the Ukrainians for dirt on Trump, and he just wants to know if he could find find something that's probably what's getting them shitting in their pants. The other thing, this whole Biden thing, that's fucking bullshit. The Biden, Hunter Biden got a $50,000 a month job on a Ukrainian oil energy board or whatever. <laughs> okay. And then Biden was like, hey, you better stop this corruption investigation or we'll stop this money. And they're like, okay. So Trump was like, hey, why don't we reopen that investigation and see what that was all about. And that's the big hubbub. The, the corruption is that. It's the attempt to reinvestigate former corruption. And that's what the corruption. See, all of this seems so dumb. Meanwhile, you know what you could impeach the guy on? Fucking Yemen. You could impeach him on Yemen. You know why? Because, first of all, that's an illegal war. Okay? Secondly, the war is being perpetrated against citizens, well documented children. Okay? They're bombing the fuck out of kids. Okay? kids people because they want to hurt the fuck out of these rebels because so, the rebels they consider our terrorists and the terrorists are hiding amongst the people so we just kill the people that's the answer right those weapons that we are selling them we as in the united states united states by the way deals 50 percent of the arms in the world 50 percent of the weapons in the world are sold by the united states can you see why anti-war is a conflict of interest why we're in a forever war how all this keeps the economy going, especially once we start fracking and all that oil's got to go somewhere, and guess what uses oil like a motherfucker? War. Huh. What is it good for keeping the economy going? Uh, Yeah. Especially if it's 50% of the world's war profits are coming to us. You know what I mean? Like, if healthcare was profitable, if healing people, feeding people was profitable, we'd be all up in that. We'd be like, 50% of the world is fed by us, bitch, yeah. Having fucking feasts, forever feast Feasts everywhere, unending. We've had the same... Can you imagine if there's a giant feast in the Middle East instead of a war? Right? And it's just like, we've been feasting for 19 years straight. We are so fat. All of Iraq is fat. Fat as fuck. They're just all on rascals. They're just all... (laughs) we could be putting McDonald's everywhere instead of bombing them. We could be put, we could be doing this. That was originally the whole thing about American cultural imperialism. We we're going to be throwing fucking Marvel movies and McDonald's and Nikes everywhere, and people are going to get fat, fucking entertained as fuck, and the money's going to be rolling in. Instead, we're killing everybody, we're bombing them. We're shooting them. With our taxpayer our taxpayer money goes into making these weapons. They sell these weapons. They sell these weapons to the governments perpetrating the wars. They sell these weapons to rebels fighting against the governments. They sell these weapons um, basically to anybody who's buying. They sell them to both sides. We arm our enemies and then we fight them. So that's oh, we sell more weapons again to the people fighting the guys who we sold the weapons to. Right. And then, of course, uh, companies like Halliburton, They're also contractors. So after all that's just destroyed, guess who gets to come in, clear the rubble, put in some roads, you know, do all that just so we could bomb it again. Halliburton. Yeah. Compare that with the Chinese. who are doing all the building things without the fucking bombing things. And, yeah, the Chinese aren't great. They banned South Park. (laughs) they made fun of Xi Jinping and China and the, the Winnie the Pooh thing. You can't do Winnie the Pooh in China. He looks too much like the president. It's <laughs> very cute. He really does. But now I've been banned from China. Hong Kong, of course, Hong Kong. People are, going, people are starting to support Hong Kong publicly, and that's getting them banned by China. The Chinese do not want to hear shit about Hong Kong. Three months now in Hong Kong, hundreds of thousands of protesters getting the shit kicked out of them. If you see any of this footage, it looks like fucking Braveheart. It's like motherfuckers running at each other with sticks, just beating it, you know, because guns aren't. It's just like whole shits Any credit... Here's the credit I give the Chinese government. Is they haven't come in with guns. They've got to come in and just mow everyone down. They're just hoping this thing blows over, but they're having a hard time, you know, starting to spill out into the rest of the world. People are starting to support them. People are starting to see that. People, like kids, are laying their fucking lies on the line, getting their heads cracked in. For what? For freedom of speech, freedom of expression, free- freedom. The very things that we are crying, yelling about, right now it's going to be about Halloween costumes. We're going to go through a whole thing of Halloween with the woke sides. Like, the but here's how you do a right Halloween costume without the blackface. And then the other side's guy, I'm going to put on blackface, ha, 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 to be a troll or because I'm actually racist. I really doubt there are actual racists even. I really do. I mean, I'm sure there are some, but honestly, at this point, racism is just the worst thing you could be in our society. So that's just what people become. That's like people becoming Napoleon. You know, a lot of people do become Napoleon. Why? Because he was the fucking worst dude you could be. Everybody hated Napoleon. He tried to conquer Europe. He fucked everything up. And so, you know, you gotta be a fucking grandstanding, big headed motherfucker. You know, you gotta have a Napoleon complex, right? To do that. So I feel like racism is the same. Racism's the thing we say like, Oh, you can't do it's bad. It's taboo. So when someone wants to be bad, when they want to go Joker, <laughs> right? In ours, in the movies, Joker, is uh, somebody who turns to violence right but in our society now joker for us somebody who becomes racist sure we got the violent types we got the shooters we got all of them i mean that's there that's that's you know you don't even that's not even the issue i mean does the forever war and the fact that we have a a military industrial complex that's sort of embedded itself in our entire lives and um all we really do is sell arms to you know fifty percent of the world you don't, that might have an effect on the psyche of a country the psyche on some uh, the psyche of some young men you know in terms of what to do isn't it weird? you know they say you can't have guns and butter you know and part of that is an economic thing you can't have guns can't have good food you got a ration if you have the war, but we figured it out we have guns and butter and fucking Netflix, you know what I mean we got guns, butter and drones we got everything we got everything so. What's it gonna give? Well, perhaps the psyche of our country, perhaps the soul, perhaps the very innocence that or uh the values that we claim that we have. You know, the one thing about prohibition back in the day when they made alcohol illegal, people would say what this ends up doing is creating hypocrites out of all of us because everybody's still drinking now you just have this law where on the surface people don't but then underneath you do and so fuck the cops right you know the cops drink it undermines everything it undermines authority undermines values undermines all of that we could argue that that was maybe the um, beginning of the 20th century cynicism of america right that's when gangsters started coming that's when the anti started coming up you know because then you, the law was corrupt right? I think with the military-industrial complex running everything, it's the same shit. You know, it's hard not to be cynical, hard not to be jaded, hard not to be like, yeah, yeah, we're out there fighting for freedom. Yeah, right. No, we're murdering for profit. That's really what we're doing. And and here we are as Americans, believing we're the good guys. We're the good guys. We stand for freedom. We stand for you know we're helping everybody out there. We stand for democracy. Um, but meanwhile, we know in the back of our minds, it's our tax dollars. Going toward buying weapons that kill children—that's just the weapons. Never mind the embargoes. Never mind the economic shit we do. That starve children, right? In some ways, I think that's far worse. You know, as a parent, you want to see your kid slowly die. Or you want them to just die right away. You know, it's a tough choice to make. But I think after a while, I'd be—I don't want to see the kids suffer every day. Okay, maybe just end it. All right. That's bleak. That's bleak. But that's us. Brought to you by us, a nation of pre- peace and freedom, huh? Freedom. That's us. Woo. Okay. I I know that's heavy. A bit heavy this episode. A little longer than I thought. <laughs> I didn't know I would rant on and on in half an hour for the poor people being killed by our weapons. <laughs> and it really me. What am I? You know, I don't hate this country. I'm I'm an American. My the meager tax money I pay goes to killing people. Uh, So a few cents here and there, going to Tomahawk missiles. I mean, what what can I do? You know, my family is a product of war. They're refugees from a war perpetuated by this military-industrial complex that Eisenhower warned us about. And yet here I am, ranting free. I'm... uh, pretty much free to say this. I would be, if I was in China, I would be imprisoned. If I was anywhere, even South Korea, I probably wouldn't do well criticizing the government over their foreign policy. Probably not a great idea. But here I do recognize the fact that I am free and able to do it. Okay, So I am thankful, grateful for that, grateful to be an American, thankful, great, sure don't have health care, but I'm doing all right fucking eat fried chicken you know what i'm saying i have weed to smoke like i'm okay i'm not dying i don't have health care but it, like like you know it were something to happen it'd be catastrophic sure but that's hey we're living by the seat of our pants can't rely on the state to help me out i gotta pull myself up by my bootstraps bootstraps that will eventually create tax revenue going towards bombing the shit out of other people trying to pull themselves up by their bootstraps. Actually, people who probably are making our bootstraps in factories. But we bomb those factories so that we can rebuild them for peace. And that's where we're at. I mean, look, there's an election coming. They're trying to impeach Trump, Democrats, Republicans, election. Who's going to win? President Elizabeth Warren, Joe Biden. Who's it going to be? Blue, red, all that stuff. All that stuff going on, right? Real competition, real challenge, real fight going on between two parties, this future of this country will be decided. But then ask yourself this, why isn't either side anti-war? How come there's no anti-war side? How come we have a two-party system and both parties are pro-war? How is that is that, then do we truly live in a two party system? <laughs> it seems like both parties are in the pocket of war uh, warmongers and that's uh, if you bring up the fact that we got to stop war, you, people go, oh, whoa, 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 we're trying to, we're doing it over there so they don't come over here. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to keep it over there. Keep the fight over. Yeah. You're killing people over there and making more people angry at us so we can keep fighting them over there. You don't think some of them are going to get through. That's kind of like what happened. In 9-11. And it... Uh, all right. I could go on and on, of course. But just remember this. Military-industrial complex. Huh? We were warned. Right? We were warned about it by Ike. So I like Ike. He tried to do his thing. But unfortunately, we didn't listen. and Here we are. Right? Where Congress. The military-industrial-congressional complex is attempting to unseat the president. Put in somebody that, you know will be a good, a better face for the war machine. Obama was an excellent face for the war machine. Like, nobody hardly criticizes Obama's foreign policy, and it could be argued that he made it worse. He actually made it worse, right? I mean, we have, we're bombing seven countries instead of just two. I right? mean, that seems worse. We're in Yemen. He started it. This whole Yemen thing that was under Obama was in 2015, okay? It's rough out there, but... We're lucky, we're lucky. But think about it from the other side. You know, looking at us Americans getting fat. You know, to uh, to them we're rich, even though we're not. We're all struggling. We're seconds away from eating cat food. But that's fucking. At least we're not getting droned. Yeah, and that's what the rest of the world. So that you know, we sell fifty percent of the world's arms. That means the other side. They're getting the pointy end of the stick, you know what I mean? And fucking, they see that Stark Enterprises. They see that fucking Stark Industries logo. And they're like, we're coming. We're coming for Tony Stark. That's, you know, and that's inevitable. So, well, that's rough. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it can change. Maybe shit can change. I mean, I don't have, I don't put any faith in Trump or or the government or whatever. But I do have faith in people, like the people in Hong Kong, right? People in Iraq. Like, people are fucking protesting, getting up. Maybe some shit will go down. It doesn't have to be war, you know? It doesn't have to be a forever war. Maybe somehow we'll vote in somebody like Tulsi. That's <laughs> no, not going to happen. Nobody wants to vote in the anti. The, and there's no weight behind any anti war candidate. So the only hope is for the people. Maybe the people are going to fucking just say, fuck it. We've got to go anti war, guys. Maybe there will be an anti war movement like there was in Vietnam. Vietnam is only like twelve years, guys. That's the thing. And look how fucked up we are from that. Look how there was an anti-war uh, movement. It almost tore the country apart. Right? None of that shit's happening. Okay? None of it. I don't know. I ask myself this all the time. I'm like why? Why? However, it's still going and it seems to be fine. There's not no anti-war voices in this country. I mean there are, but they're like fringe, marginal, right? The Alex Joneses. Yeah, Ron Paul, like they're all demonized, called racists. Yeah, I don't know. If you're not a globalist, you're a racist, right? Globalist is a dog whistle for Jew. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. All I know is that there's a lot of killing going on, and we are perpetrating it, and we make money doing it, and that's kind of I don't know. It's almost like a harebrained scheme to make money. Hey, what if we? Uh, start a gun company and then just go around getting people to shoot each other and then we'd make more money yeah and be like yeah that, that sounds great exactly oh my god i'm still going okay i should stop i apologize hey there's a lot to fucking talk about the military industrial complex okay you know and at least i'm talking to you guys about it and not strangers <laughs> i don't know that, you know i don't know but it is, it's a military industrial, it's so it's so absurd, it's like a harebrained scheme, right? It's like, what if we could make a killing? Killing! It was like, oh my god, you got it, right? If only fucking, if, if only we could make money saving lives, right? Right? Fucking, I, I don't know. Anyways, I don't mean to get all dark. Oh, jeez, well, the whole thing's been dark, all right? Military industrial complex. If anything, though, we're okay. And guys, since we're okay, I think we got to just give it up for us. Yay, us. Huh? Good for us. You know, sure, genocide, slavery is the sort of way this country got started. But it's a great country. We're moving toward something bigger, greater, moving forward, maybe toward another black president. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But I think we can do it, guys. We can do it because otherwise it's not otherwise I would be in a camp right now, you know? Like that's where I have hope. Like why aren't I in a camp right now? I could be next year, but right now I'm not. And so I'm thankful for that. And because of that, I'm just doing what I can, right? This is very little, but at least I'm trying to do something. Like more than fucking Rachel Maddow, right? What's going on about this Ukraine, de- Yemen, anybody? Nobody. All right. Well, anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Please follow me on the socials. You know, that matters. Instagram, Twitter. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter, Rojan Kim. Follow me online at rojankim.com. Sign up for my email list. Find out when I'm doing stand-up. Fucking tell people. Tell the comedy club. I want Rojan Smith. I'm Rojan Smith. Holy shit. Rojan Kim. <laughs> Should change my name to Rojan Smith. Maybe I get booked more. Huh? That's what it is. They're discriminating against the Kim. If I was Rojan Smith, they would, I'd be everywhere right now. No, roadterogentem.com. Road, Follow me online. Thank you for listening. Bye.